Hey, Andrew. Welcome to uh, week two of season two of um, the the league's power ranking podcast. How are you doing today? Uh, no complaints. Just trying to figure this all out. Are we live? Yeah. Is this on? Yep, we're recording right now. All right, hello, league. So, did you never get on an episode last year? No, you chickened out and ran away from me. Oh yeah, no, I gave up halfway through the season. Luckily, oh. I started. I've, I'm now two and zero, so the chances right. of me uh, quitting the podcast halfway through the year are much lower. It's probably going to be more like three quarters. Yeah, it, it probably just pushes you back two weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now Jinx seemed to go two and two and eleven or whatever it is. Yep, the road to two and eleven or two and fourteen or two and uh twelve. The road to two and twelve is so how are you feeling after your big week? Oh, I'm feeling uh good. It was a big confidence booster. Most improved. Um yeah. Yeah. Derek, Derek Henry is showing me the uh, merits of the zero or hero RB strategy. Because he for sure is a hero. Yeah. That was that was quite impressive what he did to. Uh... Oh, who did you play this week? I'm just getting all my stuff together. I dusted Matthew. Oh, poor Matthew. And I was actually very happy to see the, the like, because, man, setting my lineup, I could not get myself, like, above 30% on the little the little thingamajigger. And when I first started, it was, like, as low as 10%. So that that is kind of wild. I Those percentages are so off. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the way they swing so violently. But Yeah, they're definitely made using really, really bad statistics. Are you ready to get into it? Yeah. So let's start by talking about the hilarity that is uh, Matt's team. Hmm. Poor Matt. Matt, Yeah, poor Matt. This is just how it's going to be for him every year, isn't it? Yeah. Some people just aren't going to get any luck, and he just got stomped on. Not only did you put up huge points against him, he also had one of the lowest scores in the league this week, if not the lowest score, I believe. Yeah, he had the lowest score, um, actually only followed by Rob. Congrats, Rob. Had <laughs> <laughs> a great first week. Um, so let's talk about Matt's team real quick. Hmm. I think Matt's team, like, I personally don't hate it. I think Cortland Sutton is going to be a huge player for him. But I do mm-hmm. think that James Robinson, uh, Miles Sanders, and Jonathan Taylor are all guys that it just – I feel like the outlook on all three of them is a little bleak. Yeah. It's definitely even, not, uh, starting off the way he'd hope. Yeah. Even the Colts, they just look bad. Their offensive line looks bad, and they're supposed to be great. And they just don't seem to be able to move the ball. And so that does that's what makes me a little bit worried about Jonathan Taylor, where usually I'd say, ah, he's good enough. He'll bounce back. But that team is a mess, and Matt needs to not start 0-4. Yeah, I mean, it, it was uh, easy for him to get suckered in the way the Colts seemed to have everything figured out by the end of the last season. But somehow they just, 
I guess Wentz is making that big of a difference. I was reading something about saying where Rivers used to call a lot of audibles to help, and like the O line would would be able to adjust on the fly. And like I think they're not used to Wentz's kind of like silence of I don't know. So maybe that'll change, but yeah, maybe that will change. Maybe that will help. But yeah, Matt needs some help fast. I will say I do still really like his receivers. Um, I do. I think Godwin's the guy in Tampa, and Tom Brady seems to just want to destroy everything in his path. Um, Adam Thielen's a great player. Then obviously we know what Devontae Adams can do. Um, he just hasn't found the end zone yet. Not that it would have helped Matt out too much this week. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's just happy to see that stack kind of come alive. Yeah. And between Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, he should have a good quarterback every single week. Just got to pick the right one. Yeah. Um, I I feel like he might want to, well, I guess everybody kind of has a quarterback at this point, but I don't know. I mean, like how can, how, what's the road? Not that Matt will take that road, but what is the road to fixing Matt's team? um, If I'm Matt, I'm trying to package like Thielen and James Robinson or Thielen and Miles Sanders and trying to get a very good running back back. So maybe like package those two and go after like an Austin Eckler type or even Matt wants to hit me up about Joe Mixon. (laughs) I might be willing to listen, but I think that's kind of where you got to go is you need to, trade one of your really good wide receivers knowing that you have Cortland Sutton and one of the underperforming running backs for someone who's a little bit more stable. Um, the problem Matt, with, our, I think Matt would rather drink bleach. I think Matt would rather drink, drink bleach than trade with you. But Oh yeah. I, I don't expect him to actually try and trade with me, but Vit would also be another good trade partner because that has so much depth on his team. Um, the other issue I find with this league is that makes it hard is that Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, you would think that one of them would be a really valuable trade asset, but just Vit is the only person who doesn't have a quarterback and maybe you because Tannehill does not look great. And I'm not sure how much I would trust Jalen hurts on a week to week basis. Yeah, we just, we don't value quarterbacks. I mean, for us, like, we only started drafting quarterbacks in like the ninth round. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody's I, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Tannehill's well, we'll get to that, but I don't think Tan like Tannehill's game wasn't bad aside from the no touchdowns. Like, yeah. I mean, 350 yards is nothing to scoff at. And I think that that offense will come alive even further as they get settled in. I I do agree. We'll get to your team though. Um, I do think, it's also hard because in a 10-team league, there's just so much QB depth. Like, yeah. there's like 18 guys that you can use in a given week, and when there's only 10 teams in the league, it's not very often that you end up in a position like Vit where you're just like streaming crappy quarterbacks against the best possible matchup. You usually, like, there are like 12 guys that are borderline elite. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty funny to see the contrast between the – are are all all of our main leagues the dynasty league and uh this league because like the dynasty league there's like two guys on the waiver maybe oh yeah the, one starting yeah with super flex <laughs> it yeah. makes it a lot harder 
and here we are like yeah you've got ample that being said i've never been a fan of the stream i do value a kind of a qb that you can just lock in and and get at least 20 points a week from it is nice it is really nice having a qb that you can just rely on yeah i mean i was spoiled with lamar jackson we were looking at Lamar Jackson's points, and it was just ridiculous. Like, for the 15th round I took him in, it was just – anyway. That's yep. Lead, that seems to be this year, too. But yeah. we'll, get, we'll get there, too. Um, the second on team I've got on this list uh, is Adam. Yeah. I thought Adam was off to a great start in the week, but I guess he just fizzled out or what happened? Yeah. I mean, it was – it was kind of a rough week for him. Um, and I actually have some legitimate, like, real concerns about his team. Hmm. Uh, Barkley, like, I want to say that Barkley is going to be back. But I also just don't feel confident. Like, I know before the season I told myself, Barkley isn't going to be himself for the first four weeks. And we're on week two. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe Barkley doesn't look like himself. Yeah. It's starting to get worrying, and Adam can't afford to go four weeks without having a good running back. Yeah, I guess, uh, I mean, Adam is fighting the uphill battle of the auto-draft picks he he got, but... uh, Yeah, he really is. I mean, the nice thing is Barkley, like, doubled his snap percentage compared to week one, so... That is good. And if Barkley can get a little bit more efficiency on his runs or break off some of those big ones or actually be used in the passing game, um, a lot of the holes on Adam's team will look a lot better. Yeah. And, but right now, and Najee Harris looked a little bit better, um, but Pittsburgh kind of looks like a mess. So I'm not, I don't feel super confident week to week with Najee Harris. Uh, Devontae Williams, I think, is a terrific player. But once again, like, he's not someone I'd feel confident in week to week. And lastly, like, Robbie Anderson just – he does not look like he's in the same role anymore. Like, I don't know if he – I don't know how much longer Adam can survive starting uh, him. And I don't see any better options on his bench. The same issue I have for Dallas Goddard is I don't know if he has a better option. But I don't feel super great about – um, either one of those guys going forward. Yeah, and it's uh, it is too bad that like Amari Cooper has returned to his kind of boom and bust. Yeah, I, I do think that this um, Dallas Cowboys game was kind of an anomaly, and so I'm not I'm less worried about Amari Cooper, especially because uh, it was just like one of those games where the running backs were just really working. Yeah, and didn't really do much. Um, the trade was definitely, I mean, Vid and Adam, they're making swaps and it definitely seemed, uh, mutually beneficial. Yeah, it is a mutually beneficial trade. Um, he's never going to start, uh, I mean, Adam was never going to start Herbert with Lamar Jackson, uh, playing really well. Yeah, exactly. And Vit was never going to start Gaskin. And I, I pretty, I kind of believe in Gaskin this year. I, do you think Miami will get better? So that might end up being a really solid pickup for Adam. And I think that having Gaskin along with Harris while we are waiting for uh, 
Barkley to get back to normal, it does give you a lot more options to like kind of play matchups and get more consistent weeks. Yeah, it is amazing what uh, one X player can do. Like, I don't know. Like, depth, depth is hard to find, but it can be found, and it's, like, easily – be yeah. like, one player can make the difference. Yeah, one player can really make a big difference, especially in our league with – it's kind of going back to the fact that we're in a 10-team league. 10-team leagues, it's – you can there is quality guys you can find if you can figure out the right person to play every week. Yeah. So there is a lot that Adam can do to fix his team. But right now I do think him and Matt are kind of in this bottom tier where they have a lot of holes and their team's outlook looks really bleak at the moment. They need to fight for a win right now. And speaking of fighting for a win, this week's matchup of Adam and Keegan this coming week is going to be huge. Sure, I yeah. think, especially with the two of them being in the same division, it is going to be really, really hard for whoever loses that matchup and starts 0-3 to make a run at it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's it's quite nice for us, at least in the other division, to watch them just beat each other up. Yeah, that we know that the, most of the playoff spots are probably coming from our division, though. Yeah, because we our only pl- person who's really underperforming is Dave, and Dave's team is actually pretty, pretty great. Yeah, poor Dave. My yeah. heart is with so, you, Dave. My heart is with you too, Dave. But also oh, my laughter. Um, Keegan still somehow has a one percent chance to win this week, apparently. But mm-hmm. let's talk about his team. Tom That's Brady is on a fucking war path. Yeah, that is a crazy stat. He's throwing more. In the 40s than he was when he was 20. Yeah, he's going to, he's 14 touchdowns away from having more total in his 40s than his 20s. It's just insane. Um, I still like Keegan's team. I like it a decent amount. I think Marquise Brown, it looks like this is his breakout year instead of last year. Um, I don't really believe in any of the other guys on his bench that much. Maybe Kenny Galladay can be good. Maybe Jacoby Myers can be good. And I do think there's still a decent amount of holes in his uh, starting lineup with like Gibson kind of underperforming and um, like Kyle Pitts. I'm not sure how I feel. I think that that was a bit of a reach where he was picked, Like he should still be a solid tight end, but he's, it doesn't seem like he's going to be a difference maker at the position, you know? Yeah. I mean, he is a huge person he just I I mean I don't know how much of it is his problem or just Atlanta's offense as a whole I think a bit of both and I think first year tight ends for I know before the season it I was hearing that he would have to have the greatest rookie season for a tight end ever for him to really return value at that position Mm. and so there was like a lot of risk baked in there but he is also apparently the greatest uh, tight end prospect to ever come out of college. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I'm sure it's a difficult, a difficult position to kind of get your head around when you take that next step to the national, like the NFL. Yeah. And luckily for Keegan, Zeke looked a lot better too. I do think Zeke looked pretty quick. Like he looked a little bit faster than what he did last year. I watched a lot of Zeke last year. 
and he looks like a much quicker running back. Um, he does have his ceiling is kind of limited though, with I think how many touches that Pollard is getting this year. Yeah, it's uh, I mean it's working out for them, so not uh, not ideal. But yeah, I, I mean I'm cool with it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know that Keegan's going to keep making moves though. Um, oh, I really yeah. have liked the moves Keegan's made. Deontay Johnson was a great trade. I don't really know why Adam did that. I personally thought that was a really bad trade on his side. Hmm. Um, what was that trade? De- Deontay Johnson Mike for uh, for Mike Davis. But right. I, I Keegan makes a lot of good trades on the margins too. So I, I can see Keegan turning a couple more of his players and just like improving his team a little bit. I, I do think Deontay Johnson filled a pretty big hole and has kind of made it. So even though right now looking at his team, I don't see the, the high end upside right now. Like I don't know what position Keegan is elite at other than maybe, maybe quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Which is He's, got kind of He's got the goat, but um, his running backs right now don't seem elite. Um, his wide receivers are good, but they're like his running backs are good. They are very good running backs, but they aren't Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook type of level. Um, his wide receivers, are, I think, are a bunch of really good, like low end one, or like Justin Jefferson is maybe a low end wide receiver one. And then the other two are like mid wide receiver twos. Like they're all solid. And I think Marquise Brown is another like wide receiver two. And then Chase Edmonds, solid RB two also. Like there's just, he has a lot of solid depth at this point. But I just, I don't know where the big blow up weeks are coming from on his team yet. He's pretty, pretty middle of a middle of the ground, but like no real high ceiling. I mean, maybe Jefferson can turn around and start. Yeah, can make a push to be like teams. top in the league. At, so that is possible. But yeah, for now, he's not being destroyed by defenses, which is, is uh, which is also hilarious. <laughs> can't wait to see. Oh man, what is it? Uh, Adam pl- has the Broncos playing who this week? Oh like, yeah, he um isn't it Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah. So like, boom. I know Keegan was telling me they're already projected to score over 20 points, which is just brilliant. Just brilliant. I hope it happens. I hope it's another 30-something point game. Oh, that would would hurt. All right. Now to the probably my most controversial rankings, considering how Will reacted. Yeah, you angered him. I have Will at seven. Um, I do like – I was thinking about this after Will was bitching at me. um, (laughs) That I do – like I probably – could have I could have had like you will and uh, Dave in any order. I do think Dave has the best team out of the three of you. Mm-hmm. But being O two at this point, you know, if you're starting O two, the rankings definitely matter because you have one more bad week and suddenly you're you just have a huge uphill climb. Yeah. Um, you have to consider. I can't just consider the quality of the team uh, when you're O and two. But I, I do think if Dave had won one of those games, he'd be up at like three or four pretty easily. Um, I put your team ahead of Will's team because you had such a huge week. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Take that um, one. 
But I and well, I, I also mean, and looking at Will's like it's not like his team did great. Like, no, they did not. Will's D to. is just like really what's holding his. He uh, can thank his two and zero record on an insane defense score. Yeah, exactly. Is that Will won because his defense went absolutely insane, not wow. because his team did, and getting. 26 more points out of your defense than what your opponent scored and then you win by five like yeah he had 100 points without his defense and the all of them came from like most of them came from patrick mahomes man it got so close there i think i saw he was within one point and then he was with one point at one point yeah it was pretty funny and there was a throw that was almost Jared Goff was almost sacked on that last play, and then there was a throw, and then he threw the ball and almost got picked. I yeah. was like standing there watching it, about to leave my house, like, "Oh my god, please happen, please happen." Um, yeah. Will's team, I will say, um, Will's team has Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek, so like you know that those two can go off for sixty points on any given day. So there is that. That really makes, yeah. but I, it's also if they have an off day, Will's team is trash. I don't know oh, why he like, started Leonard Fournette. Um, I really like Darnell Mooney as a player. I really think that, but he is the second option on the Bears. Um, DJ Shark, don't know why he's in Will's starting lineup. <laughs> um, Austin Eckler is good, is great. He's, he's a good player. He should be great. Chris Carson, great player. He's a good as your RB2. But just after that, it's like it's Mark Andrews who's inconsistent. It's Mahomes, Hill, Chris Carson, Eckler, and then the rest of the team is just trash. Yeah, it's uh, it's just very like I could see why why it's like name value. Like, oh, that's there's a name, but like that name doesn't yeah. produce anymore. So who cares? Yeah, it's that's what it's like with Fournette. And I do, and like DJ Chark is not really that. He's probably the third wide receiver on the worst team in the NFL. Yeah. It's like, I guess all three are pretty close to each other, but none of the three are really that great. And I wouldn't want the third. Um, If OBJ could come back and be good, that would fill a lot of holes for Will. Um, Kareem Hunt, I think is a pretty, is a pretty good depth piece though, but David Johnson should not be on your team. Drop <laughs> Baker Mayfield, Will. Um, maybe Christian Kirk can become something, but I'm not holding my breath. And are you, are you ever going to start Tunyon over Mark Andrews? So I do think Will is in a position where he could try and make some trades. Um, Tunyon is a valuable asset, I think. And I think Kareem Hunt is another valuable asset. And so maybe he can turn those into a little bit of a better player for someone who really needs like a running back and uh, a tight end. <clears throat> um, <laughs> you have Waller. Oh, you have Waller. Sorry. Uh, Matt. I need a tight end. Matt, 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 really, yeah, Matt needs a running back and a tight end. Hmm. Vit needs a tight end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I know Will is trying to move Hunt, so maybe he can figure it out. Yeah, hopefully he can figure something out. But it's just, um, it is always so hard to move people, like, especially, like, Hunt has a down week there, so, like, what? Like, if he wasn't going to get a move last week, he's definitely not going to get a move this week, like. 
Yeah, that's fair. I also have heard some of the deals Will is offering, and he sounds insane. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, Keegan and I were talking about that. There's like we were ranking our like the people we enjoy trading with, and let's just say, Taryn and Will are uh, not very popular. <laughs> Taryn, Will, and Matt are just oh, they are the worst. Yeah. Um, but Will's Will's uh, like reasoning at least makes sense. Yeah, although I did, Keegan said that he's pretty sure that Will asked for Justin Jefferson in exchange for Fournette. So, <laughs> um, keep trying, yes. Will. You got this. You can get. Will, you can do it. I will grab Fournette off the waiver wire in two weeks. All right. Um, so next on this list is Dave. And, like, Dave should not be this low. Dave should not be having the luck he's having. But, man, there had to be some way for this. Like, every year just goes bad for Dave in a different way, and it's hilarious. And this week, Dave plays me. I am really excited for the fact that I am now going to for sure put up the most points in the league this week because I play Dave. Yeah, it's like, is is that the way to do it? I think that's how you do it. Um, I would say that I don't think uh, New England is going to put up as many points again as they have, but they are also playing New Orleans and Jameis Winston. Um, I, I So let's talk about the good for Dave's team first. Matthew Stafford looks great. Cooper Cup is my pick to be the wide receiver one this year. Oh, and wow. have... DeAndre Hopkins and Delvin Cook, which you don't even have to talk about them. And A.J. Brown, who had an awful week this week, but I'm not going to be worried about A.J. Brown. Yeah, seriously. Also has Cooks on his bench. Um, He has Madison as backup if anything happens to Cook. Latavius Murray is a solid fill-in if you really need someone. Gainwell maybe can become something. But Dave's starting lineup, I think, is elite. And I think Devontae Smith will be a guy um, when they're actually playing a game where they throw the ball a little bit more. And I do not see – and Damian Harris has been terrific and has one of some of the most touches in the NFL right now. Oh, so that, I touchdown, think, that touchdown Harris scored was just disgusting. Disgusting. And so I think Dave is – Realistically, if we were just looking at it without considering record, I'd consider Dave in the elite tier. In that tier with, um, in yeah, I would consider Dave in that in the same like tier as because the elite tier right now I kind of feel like has, um, Taryn, Rob, Vit, and that or and right now it's kind of like borderline Rob and me in the elite tier after this week, and then mm-hmm. I think Dave probably belongs in there for team quality wise, where I don't see a big hole in his starting lineup. Yeah, or even, and I mean, even his bench has good, like he's got good options down there too. So I he really, I, there's nothing really that they, he can do. He's just uh, got to stay the course. I mean, if you just start messing around, what's going to, you're just going to like, yeah, mess things up. So let's talk about your team, Andrew. I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, honestly, my team performed how I, I believed in them this week. And, uh, yeah, I, I can't really complain. I uh, I don't know. My biggest problem is I just don't see – like, I, I understand. I mean, obviously, I was going to be, um, 
like short on running back depth, seeing as I didn't draft them until the like ninth round or something. Um, and it is too bad that my wide receiver bench options aren't really doing anything. Like Ayuk, what the heck is he like? Man, yeah, what a, what a useless turd. Huge disappointment this season. Beauty on the IR, like, man. Jerry Judy looked like he was primed to have a really good year. Oh, yeah. Like, he looked so dynamic. Um, and, I mean, hopefully he comes back. Because, yeah, Bridgewater. I mean, I think Bridgewater's really turned himself around. I think Bridgewater is a good quarterback, too. I yeah. feel like I hear a lot of people talk shit on Bridgewater, but I, I think he's a good quality quarterback. Yeah, I think, like, last last season on – the Panthers there is when I kind of was like, you know what, he's he does all right, and he seems to have good character. So I I do remember hearing everyone shit on him, but I think he's he'll do well there. I think so anyway. too. Um, I I think that my thoughts on your team are the same that they have been since the start. That yeah. I, if Calvin Ridley ends up being a top like six or seven guy again this year, then it kind of changes the outlook. And Robert Woods, I am a little bit worried about. Um, I, I Matt Stafford really, really loves Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. and Robert Woods isn't getting the consistent targets that he usually gets. But I, so the way I see it is that you need your wide receivers to be elite for and Darren Waller. You need the elite wide receivers and Darren Waller to carry this team to go along with Derrick Henry. And I'm not confident in your wide receivers being in the. Yeah, I mean, oh, well, I mean, at this point, DJ Moore, I feel like is returning better value than I expected. So him and Woods can kind of just swap spots almost. And DJ Moore might just be a really good wide receiver now. Yeah. And then Gronk, I mean, or whatever this, I don't know. I mean, my whole the whole premise was I can sacrifice that RB two spot because what are the chances that I'm actually going to like hit on someone that scores points based on the fact that you can just draft wide receivers that put up more points later in the in the draft compared to running back. So I've always like I've I've always kind of thought that my running back two like if they if they score me like seven points I'm happy. Yeah, that's fair. As long as Henry's doing his thing, so. Yeah, as long as Henry's doing his thing, that's where I I think the only worry is that if anything happens to Henry, like, your season is over. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it'll go off real quick. And I was all, I swear, I almost, like, shot up a school at halftime there because. uh... Oh, yeah, he wasn't doing too great yet. Oh, he had, like, single digits. I'm like, wait, am I actually going to, like, have this guy for, like, eight, nine weeks, whenever it was back in that season, and he doesn't put up more than nine points, I drop his ass, Rob picks him up, and then he turns it on and never puts up single-digit points ever again. And now I, I take my chance and draft this guy, and then he's going to go back-to-back single-digit points again? Like, what the fuck? I would have... <laughs> that would have that made me happy. That would have been insane, insane fantasy uh, narrative. Well, all right, for the sake of time, because we're running pretty long, let's talk sure. about Rob's team real quick. Um, Rob went from looking unbeatable to having a pretty weak uh, week this week. Wow, I just said week three times in a sentence. That was impressive. 
Um, let's. So a couple of things I want to say. I see the cracks on Rob's team. Um, I I'm not going to raise alarm bells about Alvin Kamara after a bad week, but that offense. The first week, they got really good field position a bunch of times and didn't have to go for a lot of yards. Um, this week, they got destroyed by a surprisingly good Carolina defense. Um, but Alvin Kamara doesn't look as involved. They're not giving him as many touches. They play the Patriots this next week, the Giants, which is an easier matchup, and then they've got Washington. So there's and they have to play Tampa twice. There's some there's some worries there that Alvin Kamara is not going to be that top five back we're used to him being. And I yeah. so I, I I'm kind of nitpicking because I still think Rob's team is terrific, but that Josh Allen isn't looking as good. Um, Antonio Brown I think is going to be a little uh, hit or miss. Too many mouths to feed. Yeah, too many mouths to feed. But then. Beyond that, I, I'm nitpicking. Josh Allen can easily turn it back on. I do think David Montgomery is going to be a great player. DK Metcalf had an off game because Tyler Lockett caught everything. Um, maybe this is the Mike Williams year? <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure seems like it. He's like completely different. And I think TJ Hawkinson has taken the step into the elite uh, tight end here. I think that he is up there in that uh, Darren Waller uh Travis Kelsey, maybe George Kittle, depending on how George Kittle does, uh, can, if he can turn it around. But I think Hawkinson could easily be the tight end three this year, and that was a terrific pick and value for Rob. Yeah, definitely. And, I mean, like, Rob's week would have been a completely different – like, all if he just put all the people on his bench in his lineup, like – Yeah. It was Great just bad, unfortunate picks. Rob has a ton of depth, and Josh Jacobs is out, so he isn't able to play Josh Jacobs. But uh, he does; he has uh, some really good guys on his squad, and I think that this is just a blip on the radar. He just ran into a really good, you know, defensive team. I kept him from putting points up. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah, that that has to be it. All right. <laughs> so next, let's talk about my team real quick. Um, I'll give my thoughts quick. I think my starting lineup is one of the best in the league. I think this week I got almost nothing from my kicker, my defense. Uh, Elijah Mitchell got injured halfway through the game. And Dak Prescott had probably what's going to be his worst week of the year. And I still had a respectable score. So yeah. I think so. I feel good about that. I think Joe Mixon is was a great pick, and I can't believe he dropped to the fourth round. I think I have one of the best QBs. My running back core is very good. My wide receivers are also pretty damn good. Um, I'm a little worried about Claypool, but I think Ceedee Lamb and Julio Jones are going to be a terrific combo. Travis Kelsey is a monster, and if I can get any, if I, when I get a new kicker, because fuck that. Anytime you put up your kicker puts up a zero, you drop them. Um, <laughs> I think that would be good. I also do still think that at some point, at some point this season, Trey Sermon or Elijah Mitchell will end up being a really valuable piece, but I have no idea when. So 
Those yeah. are the things hey, I what the fuck's going on with your team? Where did I thought you had to drop James Conner? Uh I did, but you're probably just looking at the matchup. Oh, uh, okay. So if you look at my next week matchup, he won't be on the team anymore. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so that's what I see as the good on my team. The bad on my team is I have three San Francisco 49ers on my bench who aren't playing and a Michael Thomas who's on the pup. <laughs> yeah, if you can like hold on till Michael Thomas comes back and you'll be you'll be really scary. My only concern is uh, whatever you, for whatever reason you went so hard on Mitchell, like you don't have any fab. <laughs> yeah, I went so hard on Mitchell because I figure if I end up with the guy who and the the guy in San Fran, like the running back who ends up being the valuable one in San Fran, then my team that just puts my team over the edge. Like if Trey Sermon comes back in a week after his concussion and he just is the main running back there, I think he's going to be a high end RB two at the very least, and then suddenly my team is really scary. That yeah, that was my thinking behind it. Or if Elijah Mitchell is just the running back there from now on. Right. Whoever I mean, it is. Did you really think anyone was going to go more than even 150? <laughs> um, with that, I my thought process was I just I traded Devonta Smith for Trey Sermon and Latavius Murray, right? Mm-hmm. Devonta Smith and, Trey, and um, Latavius Murray. And I think Devonta Smith just straight up for Trey Sermon. I am losing that deal because I think Smith is the main target in Philly and he's a very, very talented wide receiver. And I think he'll have a really good year. And if I made that trade and it just ended up being Elijah Mitchell, then I'd really regret it. But if that trade is Devonta Smith and Latavius Murray for Trey Sermon and Elijah Mitchell, then I think it's a good deal. If mm. that makes sense to you, as long as I'm trying to eliminate the risk of not getting the guy in on the 49ers, then I think it's a good deal. And funny enough, neither of them are. <laughs> yeah. Both of them are. Well, I look forward to the universe uh, restoring balance and uh, Hasty becoming the main guy there. And he's uh, injured. You have... he's been declared out for like two weeks. Oh, really? Well, that'll come. And then you'll have no fabs, and you'll be scrambling around trying to pick up people, and everyone will be outbidding you, and we'll just hear a lot of soft screaming, and uh, it'll be great. Yeah. No, that that sounds about right. Um, I also <laughs> kind of think fab is overrated, that when you've got a chance to really solidify your team, you just got to spend it. Like, Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, and I agree. Especially, like, I do not fault us on going crazy, especially at the beginning of the season, but like, I think you could have had the same result and an extra. Oh yeah, I I know. I was just like I wasn't willing to take any chances. But yeah, yeah. so that's that's how I, I feel about my team. What's your thoughts? What's your general thoughts on my team? And we'll move what, on. Like what? Just like get on your knees, Andrew. Tell me how good my team is. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm going <laughs> for. Is tell me how good my team is. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're Aaron Jones. Like he's looking like great value for what were you what pick were you seventh seven yeah yeah so because he was what going end of the first so you kind of i don't know i took him over i took nice and then yeah cd lamb i don't know you'll be fine unfortunately (laughs) 
All right, now the last two teams. Let's talk about Vitz, Vitz team. I'll let you go first. Good old, good old Vitty. Uh, well, to start off, Vitty uh, really s- cleaned up a weakness, I think. Herbert's really going to – I mean, Herbert's playing really well. He's just not really producing fantasy-wise. I think that'll change. So that helps. Um, and then, yeah, Diggs, Allen, Robinson. I remember, like, after the draft, uh, he was shitting on my top three, and maybe he was right because – his top three are better than my top three so far. Yeah, his top three are better than your top three. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's Corey Davis. Bit of a down week, but I, I like that to pick up. Because surely the Jets can't be this terrible all the time. But. Yeah, they won't be this bad constantly. Yeah, I think... Robinson, I'm a little worried about. He hasn't been great either week. He's kind of salvaged his week by scoring a touchdown. Um, he has eight catches through the first two games and like 59 yards. So I, I think that that is something to note. Um, Keenan Allen, though, is Keenan Allen. Stephon Diggs is obviously a monster. And I do think Jared Cook is a good pickup, but he could stand to – Maybe have a better tight end. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I mean, I I like that roller coaster of Jared Cook. Like he gets nine points, and he gets two points, and he gets nine points, and he gets two points. Yeah, that's how it is with any tight end that isn't an elite one, though. So it's it's a little yeah. harder. I um, wouldn't know. He's... I got Waller and uh, Gronk sitting putting up work for me. So sorry. <laughs> maybe maybe. Maybe a, a Tyson Williams for a Gronk trade would be oh, a I'm always, official. I'm, I'm always uh, willing to hear about Fitz trade offers. He's he's one of my top top. Yeah, guys. he's good to trade with. Yeah, but uh, yeah, maybe you could get a running back too for uh, someone on Vitsy. But the Tyson Williams on his bench—that's really big pickup, or that's a really big guy. Corey Davis should be better. I I think Chenault is probably the best wide receiver maybe marvin jones in um on the jags and um i do like terrence marshall but i i have no idea whether he'll be a useful player especially in the 10 team league yeah but yeah bits team i think it's just terrific from top to bottom and i don't have much to criticize yeah i mean and well and gordon's not getting like i thought gordon's role would fade pretty quick but yeah, they're paying him a lot to uh, for them to stop giving him the ball. <laughs> I guess what's he at? 50% now, so pretty even split. But. All right, let's quickly go through Terrence's team because we are taking forever. Um, All right. I will, so this is what I wrote about Terrence's team, is essentially the floor that his team has because of Kyler Murray and Christian McCaffrey is pretty ridiculous because I would be surprised if those two score under 50 points in any week combined. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous how good both of them are. And picking Kyler where he did, I really was wanting Kyler this year. And Taryn reached from a little bit higher than what I was expecting anyone to. And good on him for making that move. Um, yeah, I think last season too, so. Yeah. I think other than those two, though, everyone on Terrence's team is really boom or bust. Mm-hmm. 
And, but I, I guess I'm kind of thinking that like, it doesn't matter if the rest of his team has a super low floor. If you have the floor that Kyler and McCaffrey give you, if any one of your guys has a big week, you're going to have a chance to win any one of your other guys. And if two of them have a big week, you're going to be really hard to beat. Yeah, for sure. Um, looking at Taryn's bench, there's not one person on there I would want. Maybe Ruggs. Maybe. Ruggs might be turning into someone. But yeah, I agree. I also think he has no depth. Yeah, so hopefully uh, Murray and McCaffrey can stay healthy. Otherwise, Taryn is going from first to tenth real quick. Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, right now, like, I don't love Taryn's team. I don't think it's the best team in the league, but I I was having trouble not ranking him number one this week just because of the fact that you know that Mike Evans can have these games, that Tyler Lockett can have these teams, that Jamar Chase is going to have games, that George Kittle is going to have games, and any week, and even Henry Ruggs is going to have some big blow-up games. Uh, I don't know if Clyde ever will. Yeah, it's too bad about Clyde. He just doesn't look like a yeah. He doesn't look back like But um, yeah, I it's if Taron has uh, McCaffrey and Tyler playing well, and then has um, a big Mike Evans game or a big Lockett game or a big George Kittle game, he's he's going to be putting up some big points some weeks. Most definitely, unfortunately.